BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Happy every day. I don't know what day it is, but happy. Welcome to the Bauer and Rose Show. Tom Rose, they all kind of roll into one. Tom Rose, Gary Bauer with you right here on Sirius XM, the Patriot Channel 125. We're a podcast. You can get us at justthenews.com, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, you name it. Um, normally we banter a bit, but Gary, I'm going to uh, exert an executive privilege I don't typically have since you're you're the captain of this uh, ship here. Um, <laughs> I, that's uh, some sarcasm right there, my friends. <laughs> no, no, I I think, and and this is just I've thought about this for a couple days now since the Jack Smith letter that was sent to uh, President Trump on a Sunday night. Now go figure that. I think we now face. Um, a national, I would almost call it an emergency, if not an urgency, that Donald Trump must get reelected. And let me tell you why. Not necessarily because I think his conservative policy apparatus would be, we've got a lot of good candidates. I'm thrilled with Ron DeSantis. I think Ron DeSantis would be terrific. But I think... The, the we face a threat of authoritarianism now that's so real and so immediate. The only possible solution to saving our constitutional republic is in dealing those who seek to destroy it the death blow that they're trying to administer to us. It's us or them. Those are the stakes. These are... Gary, we're living in very dangerous times, whether we recognize it or not. This isn't about dirty politics as usual and and the old man Joe Kennedy buying votes in Chicago in 1960. It's not about a party. It's about our republic. And our republic is now under such serious threat by left-wing insurrectionists. So that's what they are at the very heart of our government. The head of the Democrat Party, Joe Biden, using the coercive power of federal law enforcement to punish, to silence, to imprison those who object. Here we have a Democrat president running for re-election using a Democrat-appointed special prosecutor to appeal to Democrat judges and Democrat grand juries in Washington, D.C., to silence and imprison anybody who objects to them. This is new. This is we're in new territory, folks. We've never, ever before faced a crisis like this. Well, actually, I can think of two times, 2016 against Donald Trump and 2020 against Donald Trump. I'm, I'm going to let you roll. I promise. I, I, I listen to these nice Republicans and we've got a... Our party's nicer. Our people are nicer. No question about it. They tell us we need bipartisanship. We need to reach across the aisle. We need to compromise. 
we all need to come together. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't hear anything at all from Mitch McConnell or John Thune. Um, they're not saying anything at all because I think they support the Democrats in attempting to interfere in the elections so that Donald Trump can't get reelected because they hate Donald Trump more than they love their country. But I don't think that's what we need. What we need is vigilance and a stout defense of the rule of law. We need to fight them as hard or harder as they are fighting us. To, they're trying to turn this country into a, a Democrat-controlled one-party state. They try to put us in prison for objecting to them. And we're supposed to compromise with them? Uh, never. Anyway, go ahead, Gary. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Oh, I'm supposed to say okay. some more. I'm supposed to say some more here. Okay, let me. No, you know, uh, I'm trying to use a little levity, but um, Tom, it's it is really serious, and and as you know, we don't have to go into de- we don't have to go into details, but uh, I I have in recent years asked a number of prominent conservative figures, uh, some of whom are in the race uh, right now. Um, what time is it? It's funny that you began the show by joking. You don't, you didn't know what date it was, what, you know, whatever day it is where, well, that, that, that's the problem. You, you see, it, it would be like having a Republican party in the 1850s that did not want to talk about the central issue confronting the country, which was, can a man own another man? It would be like a Lincoln saying, well, I've got my views on that, but, uh, you know, I don't want to be in the culture war. There are good people on both sides of that question. I think we need to make this campaign about what's really important, the property, proper level of tariffs uh, on goods coming into the United States. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know what, how to describe this, Tom. I, you know, there's a there's an old story uh, about um, when the Nazis took over in um, in in Germany. Uh, when uh, and you'll correct me because you know I as the years pass I get names wrong. But uh, the, who who was the 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 uh, head of Germany that ended up turning power over to Hitler? Uh, in in those closing days, he's a former war hero. Um, well, the president von Hindenburg, right, the Hindenburg. last chancellor, was, right. was was von Schleicher, who thought yeah. he could co-opt Hitler. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was I was thinking about. Uh, I was Hindenburg. just showing off that I know. I know you I were, and I wanted to stop you from doing that anymore. Um, <laughs> so uh, the 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 German uh, Nazis had uh, just an unbelievable torchlight march. Uh, through the center of Berlin and the story. And, and I don't think anybody has been able to uh, nail it down as being completely correct. But the story is that Hindenburg looked out the window at this massive display of force. These tens of thousands of men, muscular men with their torches, sending a message to all opposition. Your day's over, man. Here we come. It's all ours. You are going to end up in jail. And he, he was supposedly, he looking out the window and he was, he was foggy in his head because of advancing age. We know what that's like watching the current president. And he turned to an aide and said, 
I I had no idea that we took so many Russian prisoners during World War I. Uh, He he had no idea what the time was. He had no idea what was clearly right in front of his eyes. He was in total denial of what he had just enabled. He was living in the past. And, you know, I... I spent eight years being in the Reagan administration. I spent decades after that just trying to get the Republican Party to be true to Reagan principles. Because as soon as Reagan left office, the same establishment that opposed him when he got nominated and and ran for president and won went right back to the things he ran against in the Republican Party. Well, that's all history now. A Ronald Reagan candidate, I, I know this will offend some of my Ronald Reagan friends. Uh, a Ronald Reagan, in my humble view, Tom, a Ronald Reagan candidate with the Ronald Reagan cheerfulness and the Ronald Reagan, it's morning in America, uh, he would not get out of the starting gates in a race, in a race for president. Because first of all, the overwhelming majority of the American people do not believe that. It is, they know it is not morning in America. Uh, they, the, 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 this it's, is a, it's it's morning it's morning for America. M-O-U-R-E. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And and it's political malpractice for otherwise intelligent people who are right on a lot of issues. And I'm not going to name them all, but there's a good number of these candidates that think that, and and they they take it back to Trump. We've been through. A weird period, and and it's all because of Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump was the product of the time we are in. Millions of Americans saw in 2016, the system wasn't working. The Democrats, the left would win, and when they were in, it was Katie barred the door, moving the country as fast as they could toward neo-Marxism, socialism, etc. We got in, and all we would do is slow the movement toward neo-Marxism, socialism. We would, you know, we would start giving lectures on what good government means you should do, and at the end of the day, we're all friends. If I see one more episode on Fox, of, well, we've got our bipartisan episode today, and they bring on a congressman, Democrat congressman, and Republican, or Republican senator, Democrat senator, talking about bipartisanship on something that is absolutely of no consequence of to anything. Well, I will change that. Uh, that often the bipartisanship is they'll bring a Democrat and Republican on that will explain once again, why no matter how much America is turning into a you-know-what show, uh, it is so important that we send more money that we don't have and more weapons that we don't have to Zelensky, who is under the delusion that he is going to defeat Russia on the battlefield. And it is a delusion. He is not going to defeat Russia on the battlefield. If he can defeat Russia on the battlefield, then the entire American foreign policy establishment has been lying to us for the last 20 years about how powerful Russia is and how we must do everything we can to save Europe because the Europeans won't save themselves. It was all a lie if one country with American weapons can defeat Russia. But I digress. 
It's not. Yes, yes. I want. I want to get back to this phony, fraudulent Jack Smith target letter outlining uh, imminent indictment over January 6th. Now they're attempting to imprison Donald Trump for life, which Democrats have been trying to do uh, since really 2016. They've been trying for two years to tie Donald Trump to the riot on January 6th. They had a phony, whipped up, nationally promoted congressional committee that broadcasts live for God knows how many tens of hours. You'll notice yesterday that the whistleblowers on the Biden corruption matter, none of that was covered live yep. on MSNBC. CNN. So you have yep. this, right, you have this phony commission that works for more than a year. They come up empty. How does someone planning an insurrection demand on January 4 that the National Guard be sent to protect the Capitol? A demand the Speaker of the House denied. This is my point. This is how close to the abyss that we are, Gary. The laughable brag case has, what, 30-some counts? The phony document case has more than 40 counts. Who God only knows how many counts are going to be in the, the Jack Smith sham January 6th case, the same for the Atlantic case. All that needs to happen, the only thing that needs to happen is for one single jury of Democrat illiterates in Washington, D.C. or New York sitting before a left-wing, Trump-hating Democrat judge to convict on one single count. And our country will never be the same again. Just one count. That's all we are. That's as close as we are. Yeah, there are appeals, but that's a totally different matter. And I, 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 how do you do this? How do you fight for your own freedom with a blizzard of legal cases, indictments, unprecedented in the history of the country and fight to win the presidency at the same time. How much can any human being take? Well, Tom, it's, I mean, what you just described is absolutely accurate and it's exactly what's going on, but it's only one thing. It's only one part of this uh, stack of manure uh, that, that the left is serving up to America. I mean, what they're doing to Donald Trump, they've been doing to pro-lifers that dare demonstrate near an abortion clinic. They tried to do it to Catholic churches that were traditional in their theology. They tried to do it to parents that did what has been one of the things that that everybody was urging parents to do for decades. Get involved in your child's education. Go to school board meetings. Go to those meetings with the, you get to meet with the teacher. Be good citizens. Don't take it all for granted. That's all parents were doing because they found out during COVID that absolute crap was being served up to their children about sex and love, about America, about race, you name it. Our kids were being given stuff that just a few years ago, the average father, if he found out this was happening to his kid, would go out there and probably end up in jail because they would punch somebody in the nose. It's a long litany of these things. And they do it over and over and over again. And now they're, you know, they, they clearly, by the way, Tom, I, you know, every time, every Republican, 
many Republicans in the Republican establishment, including some good people, will say, look, Donald Trump is the weakest candidate we've got. I mean, of course we're going to beat Joe Biden, but we can't beat they can't, we can't beat him with Donald Trump. I mean, he's just got too many lawsuits against him. There's too many distractions. Well, if Donald Trump can't possibly win, why are Democrats so, trying so hard to put him in jail? That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to put him in jail. And all this talk about, oh, the right's a threat to our democracy. You people that question the COVID, you're a threat to our democracy. The threat to our democracy is right in front of us. It is the modern day Democrat Party. And no, these are these are the true insurrectionists. That's what this is about. They're attempting to subvert the. There, this is election interference on a scale we've never seen before. A Democrat president telling his Democrat attorney general to appoint a special counsel to criminalize the actions of his leading opponents. This isn't supposed to be criminalized by a single grand jury in Washington, D.C., being fed one-sided arguments by a special counsel appointed by the party in power, by a prosecutor who's threatening lawyers, threatening witnesses with criminal charges. This makes a banana republic look Almost a fair by comparison. This is what you read about in Nicaragua or Guatemala or some West African country, not in the United States. I made this point a couple of weeks ago. The United States is now by far and away the most corrupt English speaking language uh, country in the world in terms of our government, our political system, our legal system. That's what this is all about. The January 6th stuff is utter nonsense. If a political party sees a close election and after the votes are in and it takes a week, two weeks, God knows how long to, 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 to count them. And you've got all your, your drop boxes and your, vote harvesters and the party that's behind by 6,000 votes, 10,000 votes, all the rest feels that there's something irregular. They, through the state legislature, can send a slate of electors. And if Congress doesn't like those electors, they can reject them. It's happened before. It's happened a lot of times. The states are free to send any electors to the archivist of the United States who then sends them to Congress that they want. This is under state statute. This is under the law. And on January 6th, they count them all. This is this has happened before. They're either certified by the states or not. It happened in 1960 in Hawaii. Richard Nixon won Hawaii. The Kennedy campaign said, you know what? Not so fast. We're not crazy about it. A Democrat state legislature appointed their own electors. They were sent to Washington. Congress dismissed them. The notion that Democrats in Congress are going to be bamboozled by a slate of electors from a Republican state and, and, and mistakenly select them. The purpose is not supposed to be criminalized by a single grand jury. And the only reason they're doing this is to destroy Donald Trump, to deprive the American people of the right to pick their own candidate for president. 
this is mass. This is election interference and insurrection on a scale we've never seen before. And it just might work. Yeah, uh, Tom, look, and it's it's not just the United States. It's a big portion of what we refer to as the West. You know that uh, I mean, I used to complain a number of years ago that uh, you, you didn't hear people talk about the West anymore as an entity that stood for freedom and liberty and against totalitarianism, etc. What is happening with our deep state is, is happening in Canada, where when truck drivers did a pretty edgy protest, they it, it wasn't just that there were efforts to arrest them. There were efforts to financially destroy them, to seize their bank accounts, to not allow their children to go to college if they could be identified. There were all kinds of things unthinkable. You look over to Europe and you look at England, the same, you know, the, the populace over there is getting his bank accounts canceled because they don't like his political views in Scotland. But it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing like this, Gary. It's nothing nearly as deep and nearly corrosive as this. You have all kinds of corruption scandals in the UK and Trudeau getting away with veritable, you know, mass murder in Canada. This is. I just think this is so much worse because you have the entire apparatus of the most powerful. Uh, law enforcement and and administrative bureaucracy in the history of the world, criminalizing parents who go to school board meetings, targeting Catholics who pray, uh, uh, harassing, imprisoning, and destroying pro-life advocates. We saw this at the whistleblower hearing, I think, earlier in the week. Joe Ziegler, this uh, Democrat senior official at the IRS who was brave enough to to, to file his whistleblower complaint and testify before Congress. The Bidens took, according to his calculations, and his investigation was railroaded at, at, at numerous points along the way, $17 million with no business purpose. The Bidens offered or sold no products. They provided no services, nothing. Not one well, Democrat the, on... The product, was, the product was Joe Biden. Well, obviously, yeah. not one Democrat, not one Democrat seemed worried about that. Not one Democrat seemed concerned that Hunter was using those illicit proceeds to buy sex across state lines, which is a violation of the Mann Act and a serious felony. They didn't seem bothered by the Biden family instru- uh, uh, obstruction of this investigation using the highest levels of federal law enforcement. You've got the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, the the, the Tom Hagen uh, of the Godfather movie, the, the consigliere to the Corleones, but at least the Corleones sold olive oil. We're never going to get a special counsel to investigate the Bidens because a special counsel would mean the end not just of the Bidens, but of Garland and God knows how many others at senior levels of our law enforcement agencies. So rather than deal with the substance of the allegations, is this true? Is this not true? What about this? What about that? No, the Democrats are all out in lockstep. Yep. Like goose steppers, like like the like the Rockettes at Radio City to destroy and smear and slander the whistleblowers. And we all know why. We know why, because we no longer live in a nation of equal justice under law. We know that. Yeah. No, Tom, what you're describing is 
Is, I mean, I, who, who can possibly argue about that? But isn't it, I mean, you, you know, I understand the will to power that is deep in the human soul and in the human heart. It's why the founders set up so many checks and balances uh, and ways to restrict that desire once you give somebody authority uh, to, to go too far. Uh, so I, you know, we, we, we've seen what has taken over the Democrat party many times throughout history. It's on steroids because now you've got what, uh, uh, what Winston Churchill referred to as, uh, made more powerful by perverted science. We've got science being used through technology and all, all sorts of other ways to oppress people. What is harder to understand it is the, 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 the surrender spirit that seems to live deep in the heart of virtually every Republican establishment figure, including many that have done some good things. I mean, what, what explains this unwillingness to daily go out and, and tell the American people what is happening to their liberty, what is happening to their freedom, and here's what we're going to do about it. I, it is, it's, it's almost demonic to see the cowering, the people that want to talk about anything but, uh, what is going on. And Tom, look, we, we saw, uh, signs of this. You can go back quite a few years. The, the Democrats have used the Justice Department in the past to go after rising GOP political stars who often then were completely acquitted of the charges made against them. This same guy, Jack Smith, Bob right. McDonnell in Virginia. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, but, but they served their purpose, right? They, uh, they destroyed those political careers. The reports are that, um, that that uh, Smith is going to charge Trump under uh, a Civil War era uh, legal theory that because uh, he was in resistance or in, it, he was part of an insurrection that he could be banned from running for office because he's in violation uh, by being part of an insurrection of not only uh, some sections of the U.S. Constitution, but also legislation that was passed in the wake uh, uh, of the Civil War. So th- this is so. I mean, it's so obvious. I, I I would just say to my you know my friend Senator Scott, uh, you know, a wonderful uh, Black American, articulate, a strong Christian. Quit talking about all that you are going to do to bring America together. You can't bring America together now. That's impossible. You've got to defeat this evil. And after this evil is defeated, maybe then there'll be a chance to bring a lot of America together when you as a president explains to them what the threats are. I, I don't, you know, I just, I don't know what's, why there is this overwhelming denial by Republican leaders, by Republican big donors that ought to know better. Um, we are we are on the edge, literally a, on the edge a, of a cliff. There's a biblical answer. And the biblical answer is in <clears throat> in Hebrew, the word for evil uh, has a synonym 
and the synonym is is brightness. You know, we talk about evil being dark. Well, the Bible actually refers to evil as being so bright you can't look at it because it'll blind you. And I think these folks, and Dory is, is all over us to take a break. And Dory, I would simply say if Gary would, you know, Gary would, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, well, wait a minute. Um, Who has the floor are- right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, <clears throat> I just think there's something to be said for uh, internal strength character, fortitude, and will. It's difficult. I don't like it either. It's difficult to look into an extremely bright light. And evil is so powerful and so blinding, our natural instinct is to look away from it. And it takes a special character with strength to be able to confront that. Donald Trump has that. He has it. Say what you will about Trump. Say what you will about his tweets. Say what you will about, you know, some of his comments. He has it. And that's the, that is the threat that we face today. It's far greater than China, which is a very serious threat. Not even to mention Russia, which you and I would disagree, but I would say Russia today, thanks in large measure to our support for Ukraine in the last 18 months, is no longer remotely the threat that it might have been before February of 2022. And I think we overstated that. But we got to take a break and we will come back. You're listening to the Bauer and Rose Show right here on Sirius XM, the Patriot Channel 125. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back, everybody. Tom Rose, Gary Bauer with you. The Bauer and Rose Show right here every Sunday on Sirius XM, the Patriot Channel 125. We podcast as well. Anywhere you get your podcast, make sure to subscribe to us. Give us a five-star rating. Recommend us to your friends. And if Gary were not so technically incompetent, we could open up our Bauer and Rose uh, email. Um... But I will admit, I can't figure out how to do it because when I open it, then I can't get my own emails. Look. That explains why you're not responding to any of my messages. No, no, no. That's on purpose. (laughs) Here we have, and, 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 and the Wall Street Journal had one of its rare editorials that actually made sense. The No Labels Group. A lot of Republicans are leaning for this. No, what doesn't have labels? What's wrong with labels? I say labels are like pronouns and genders. We need lots of them. Even my underwear has labels. This notion that we can 
uh, free ourselves from this polarization by simply rolling over. And you hear Republican candidates. By the way, I take back everything I said about Trump because I just learned that Asa Hutchinson has now called for Trump to withdraw. So, I well, guess there you have yeah, it. when you when somebody at zero point five percent calls for you who has seventy five percent approval to withdraw, you need to do it. I mean, it's yeah, Asa Hutchinson anyway. After all, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, I and I. Look, we have a lot of great candidates and a lot of great candidates that would have been terrific in other circumstances or other years. And again, I'll repeat it. First of all, we're big Mike Pence fans uh, going back decades and decades. He's one of my closest personal friends. I think DeSantis would be terrific, but I think it's so imperative that this weaponization of law enforcement, this transformation of our country into a soft authoritarianism with an all but declared one party Democrat state punishing any opponents, any objectors, silencing all criticism. It's so serious and so threatening that I think Donald Trump is the only one for the moment to begin the process of dismantling the system. And I don't think it can be done quickly or nicely, it's going to be, if Trump wins, and I hope he does, it's going to be a bitter four years, Gary. This, I mean, you think they're going to stop now? <laughs> you think, no, but they have to be fought. They have to be exposed. Well, Tom, and, let me just, let me interrupt just a second, uh, because people will say, I just can't take the drama anymore. And I don't, I can't take another four years of every day seeing this controversy and so forth and so on. Well, my friends, what the alternative is, is having four years where you don't see any fighting going on because we have lost and they are finishing the job of transforming America into a quasi Marxist nihilistic society in which all dissenting opinion is stopped, is canceled. So it's not like your choice is, well, we could elect Trump and, you know, there's going to be a bunch of controversy and a bunch of fighting. Or we can elect one of these other good guys and we can return to the 1950s. That's not the option. That's nowhere on the table. I, I mean, Tom, I watched some excerpts yesterday of um, uh, Congressman Getz from Florida uh, interviewing uh, a, a top Air Force official uh, who was promoting all this um, LGBTQ, <coughs> 52 gender horse crap. And uh, and he started. It's, 50, it's fifty-seven genders. Now. I'm sorry, I thought yeah, that I keep getting mixed up with the varieties of Heinz ketchup. No, you're you're quoting last week's figure. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so it gets said to him, uh, uh, can can you tell me what a, a a such and such gender is? And I I can you know what 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 pansexuals are, uh, what agenders are. And the and the the military officer pansexual yeah that one I've never that one I've never heard yeah see there you go so the the military pansexual I'm not going to talk about it on the air uh, I'm just going to say if you have any trees bring them in at night um, but at any rate uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you know what? Since you're not going to tell me, I will go to a grade school library and check out a book that tells me what that is. Well, but the, here was the interesting thing. He said to this top military guy. That was a funny line. That was I, a funny it was very line. funny. He, he said, uh, uh, tell me what that is. And, and the, the guy he starts squirming and he goes, uh, uh, well, I, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't really know what that is. And, and he goes, but sir, you, your Air Force is promoting this and you're, you're, you just testified to us that diversity is our strength and you included all of that in your statement that diversity is, if you don't know what that is, why are you promoting it in the Air Force? Well, because I, I, I stand by my statement, you know, people uh, come in all shapes and sizes and so Well, what has that got to do with American military readiness being able to control the skies in a back? Do you know, <coughs> sir? And he's just kept asking the question, different types of things that were all part of this diversity initiative and this military leader who is supposed to protect us from our enemies had clearly surrendered to sexual radicals in the Biden administration out of fear or whatever. So we're supposed to believe this guy's going to have the courage to stand up to China over the Taiwan Straits in the event of a war. I mean, Tom, the, the surrender is everywhere. I, it's, well, it, we, we, we do have some progress to report on the Bauer peace plan for Ukraine. John Kerry in China yesterday alerted, uh, well, he didn't meet President Xi because President Xi was too busy, I think, talking to, to fourth graders at a school in Hainan to meet with our, our climate czar. John Kerry says we, we need to stop the war in Ukraine because the carbon emissions of war are, are, are devastating. Now, if John Kerry, if there was a theme to John Kerry's career, the Dan Greenfield had a great piece in Front Page Mag, it would be pandering to totalitarians, everybody from the Viet Cong to the Sandinistas to the communists in the Philippines. When I was a young journalist in 1986, very young, I uh, one of my first gigs was to cover uh, new Senator John Kerry there, meeting with communist guerrillas. Communist China is only the latest person, the latest country, rather, um, <clears throat> in Voked into the John Kerry Totalitarian Hall of Fame, Iran. He goes there. He's made a, 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 a complete fool of. He's mocked. He's ridiculed. He goes there as, uh, an appointee of an administration whose ruling family has been co-opted by the government in Beijing. And he's always the loudest voice telling Biden and the Congress to ignore China's human rights violations, to ignore its threats to peace and security in the region, to ignore its threats to Taiwan, and to do anything we can to suck up to China or we will all boil to death in a, in a warming planet. And now he's, 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 he's over there. Um, apologizing, literally apologizing for shooting down this spy balloon. He was over there supposedly to hammer home his theme that we've got to, you know, all got to get together to, to, to fight this enemy of global warming. And 
he's he's made a complete fool of. He's he doesn't even get to meet senior officials. The Chinese are building one coal-powered power coal-fired power plant every week. The world has cut over the last 10 or 15 years I don't know, about a thousand gigawatts of coal-fired power. The Chinese in that period have brought online 1,200 gigawatts of coal-fired power. So what is the point of anything that any of us are doing? Yeah, Tom, The uh, is there a Biden administration official, beginning with the president and going all the way down, that has gone to China, communist China, or interacted with communist China, that hasn't acted in exactly the same way that Kerry does? I thought Janet Yellen, with her head oh, bopping was- up and down like you know a lure on the end of a fishing line, I thought she was going to break into an entertaining dance for the benefit of the uh, official that she was meeting with. There are reports now, you know, of course, the Biden administration, the media is very good of coming up with ways to explain things when they realize that the American people notice how weak this administration is. So the word, the story that's being put out is that she may have been fed uh, psychedelic mushrooms <laughs> at a dinner the night before. <laughs> Uh, is that is it possible the whole administration it, that the problem is not cocaine? It's it's a mushroom problem that they're eating eating psychedelic mushrooms at the White House. Who who knows? Uh, by the way, since you brought up the global warming thing, uh, in the last couple of weeks they've had a new angle. Uh, every couple of days, they there's a big article in the paper that says uh, today is likely to be the hottest day in the history of the world. And people start repeating that. I've heard, well, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to take a position on some of these controversial subjects, but I will say my eyebrows went up when I read that uh, tomorrow is likely to be the hottest day in the history of the world. Folks, just think about that. There's no way anybody can determine that. First of all, it's factually completely untrue because there were real hot days when the world was being formed. But in addition to that, we've only, we have, the world has not had instrumentation to measure accurately temperatures uh, up until about maybe 30 years ago, and in a, most of the world, it's still not accurate measurements. So the whole thing is, again, fake science, just like fake news. It's this effort to stop, to end the argument by, you know, saying, you can't debate this. You're a climate denier, you know, like a Holocaust denier. This right, is, right. And the Holocaust, of, uh, the Holocaust, of course, was something that happened in the past. And now we're being accused with the moral equivalence of denying the murder of six million Jews based on something that has not happened yet. Yeah. No, it's so uh, the theme is always the same. It's there in every way possible. Now, Tom, you, you said correctly that they want they, they will give anything. They will do anything and everything uh, to stop Donald Trump. And I just want to remind people, even though... But that that means stopping Donald Trump means stopping you. No, absolutely. Because he's the vessel. He's the vessel that represents you and your interests. So destroying him is like cutting off the head of their proverbial snake. Yeah, but what I wanted to remind people of before you rudely interrupted me was that... 
I thought they, it was a polite interruption. They, they they will say when we cite or state normal conservative views on on guarding our border, on uh, what science teaches about what's in the womb, it's a little human being. When we talk about uh, some of the perversions out there that are being introduced into the classroom. And we take a position as parents that is the position parents would have taken at any time in American history. Any of these things we say, they come back and say, you're inciting violence. Now, here's my point. They're at, they actually use violence. January 6th was an oddity on our side. It almost never happens that conservatives get out of control in the streets. That's always been in America a left-wing phenomena, certainly in the last 40 years, and it is now. And we've talked about it before, the siege of the White House during the Republican National Committee. I was I was there. I Me was too. physically stuck there. Yeah. Yeah, the the summer of 2020. Uh, the, the use of violence routinely, the demonstrations going on right now outside the conservative justices homes, during which not that long ago, one of these uh, deranged leftists flew all the way here with the intention of killing several Supreme Court justices. Incited so, by Chuck Schumer's open call for violence, an incitement call to target two Supreme Court justices. I see no special prosecutor. I see no grand jury. I see no indictments for incitement. Yet we see it for Donald Trump in a speech in which he said, march peacefully and patriotically to lobby your Congress people. Which is what 99% of the people in town did, by the way. I mean, there were somewhere between 400 and 500,000 Americans here. Uh, I, you know, most of them, uh, went to the rally at the Washington Monument grounds. And then the overwhelming majority of them went back to their hotel rooms to make their plans to fly back to uh, middle America where most of them came from. So at any rate, uh, I, I believe that that we are headed into a period in which there will be extreme left-wing violence again, as we have seen many times. All the while, there will be an ongoing effort to shut down our speech, claiming that we are inciting violence. And, uh, this is all part of the strategy. And Tom, if it's, if it continues down this road, we're headed to a civil war. We're headed to perhaps multiple assassinations of conservative leaders. What's that? God forbid. Yes. Of course, God forbid. Pray that it doesn't happen, but it, but it wouldn't be out of character. It would not be out of character. No, I know. At least we've got Senate leadership, Mitch McConnell and John Thune. Out there fighting for us. Oh wow! I feel so. Where, I mean, much sure. Better. I've not heard boo. No, not a word. Not a word. Yeah, it's a uh, and 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 Tom, I just, I how they think that Republicans are going to turn out and vote if the left is successful in destroying Donald Trump and destroying him as an option to be the nominee. I, I think that they totally underestimate. I think two things are already happening. You got w- one group that sees all this and just says, I- I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't take it anymore. It, nothing I do matters. 
Why, why would I keep banging my, I'm, I want to protect my family. I'm going to try to protect my vis, my business. I'm going to try to protect my children and grandchildren. Maybe I can get them into a Christian school. Maybe we, you know, I, Tom, I'm hearing about people that are getting together and they're buying property in states like Montana and they're building little uh, fortresses where there's 10, 15 houses of people just like them near a nearby river with mountains to their back where they're planning on making their last stand. And then there are other people that are, you know, they're, they're edging closer and closer to violence. I mean, that's, that's what, that's as Vivek describes it. That was what caused the, the unpleasantness that occurred on Capitol Hill. I guess he put it. uh, Cincinnati's own Vivek Ramaswamy. uh, Now suddenly, uh, Gary will be a huge Vivek fan because he's from Cincinnati. As he said the other day to Tucker Carlson, when you can't talk, you scream. When you can't scream, you yell. And when you can't yell, you riot. Yeah, that's a perfect description. And of course, Tom, it's what they want. It's what Biden and company want. They want an excuse to more uh, overwhelmingly crush the civil liberties of half the country. That's what and they you know want. What I want, you know what I want. And end I of want an show. excuse to be able to <laughs> extend our show, but I don't have one. Yeah, no, we got to sign so, off. We got to sign off, but have a uh, have a great weekend if you survive it. God forbid. Um, and we will talk next week. Absolutely. Have a great weekend, folks. <laughs>